Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Test, 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 test. Hopefully we're at the end of any of the stupid sound stuff this thing does. Hi, welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and today I want to talk about skate park design features that aren't skate park obstacles that really make a difference. So I understand that you've got a budget for a skate park and you want to spend as much of the budget as you can on the actual skating in the skate park, right? And, and, and so you want good, interesting obstacles, well made, all of that safe, all that taken care of. And so with the limited money, I guess, that goes into these things and the focus in terms of design around people designing the actual park that will be skated in, that that's where the interest and energy goes. But there are things that go around a skate park that if they're not there, um, actually really affects the skating as much as the obstacles in the end in lots of ways. Um, and so this is kind of the, a wish list. It's, it's an open-ended, you know, if you add your own thoughts to this wish list. But um, here are some of the things, right, that make a difference. Number one, shaded areas. Um, uh, if you want to skate in hot weather, you know, you, you need areas where you can actually rest not cooking in the sun or where you can leave your drink or your phone or whatever not baking in the sun. Shaded areas um, makes a huge difference. Shelters, right? Uh, seating, right, uh, in the shaded areas but also in general around the park because otherwise you get, and this is particularly with parents who take their kids to play around scooters and bikes at the park, is the parents go, oh, there's a... Um, uh, there, there's a ledge at, at seat height I'm going to sit with my legs into the park on a bench with a grinding ledge on a ledge with a grinding edge um, and sit there you know and the scooter kids as well who you know maybe only a couple of them can manage a grind end up parking themselves sitting on these uh, these obstacles so seating space all around the park please makes a huge difference right um Drinking water, access to drinking water, drinking fountains, taps. I mean, some places are great with this. Some, you have to go trek over across some sort of grassy field area to the public toilets to get water. So, so drinking fountains, a massive wish list um, aspect. Um, flat space, designed space so that skateboarders and kids who are just learning can scoot around with some flat rails and all that kind of stuff People can learn low-level skills and kids can have fun without having to scoot around the main, more advanced areas of the park. I mean, I think that in terms of experience, the flow of a park, that's one of the best things you can have is, um, uh, is, is almost like a, a grading of areas. So there are clear areas where kids feel safe and where people can skate safe from the kids as well. Um, you know, maybe a few slopes, a few ramps, a few things. There was a great um, skate park I went to on the Gold Coast. I can't remember now off the top of my head what it was called. But um, 
that was beautifully designed like that. There was a large bowl, um, large rails, and then a huge bowl. But then there was a small, quite a significant small mini bowl area. And that mini bowl area absorbed the vast majority of the scooter kids. Um, and so it was almost like a, the kiddie playground. They could just get swallowed up in it. So that then the larger areas could be left to people who were going to do things faster and bigger. It was a really great design. So I think that's a, that's a huge gain for a skate park as well. Um, uh, I, I hear different things about the advantages and disadvantages of having graffiti on ramps themselves. You know, some say that it makes it slippery and, and bad. Others say it it's actually has certain benefits to it. Uh, but either way, it's great to have spaces that can be graffitied because graffiti art, street art, is a great little feature, I reckon, of skate park vibes. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the kind of wish list of things that go around a skate park. And steps, steps, tricks for bike riders and rollerbladers and some scooters and skateboards who are willing to do gaps uh, are an awesome surrounding feature of a skate park. It's very easy to add steps up to the top of a bowl or ramp area that can then also be used as for gaps and stair rides. So, um, and, and a handrail even, you know, so that's a, that's a final little one that pops into my head as well. So there you go. If you have an opportunity to have a say in the making of a skate park, don't forget to include the things that are not actually your opinions about the obstacles, uh, but the other things that actually make a park pleasant to be at and pleasant to have parents and little kids at as well. Ah. One more pops in my head of rubbish bins. Not that it makes any difference. There's a huge skate park in Hobart called Rosny Skate Park that has all the rubbish bins everywhere and still teenagers will be chucking their, their soft drink and Macca's crap all over the ground. So that's stupid. But at least having rubbish bins nearby so that the people who clean up after the teenagers don't have to walk for ages to the single rubbish bin that then gets so overflowed that uh, it's no longer useful either. So that seems like a sort of dreary way to end. So let me finish with one more so that I'm not finished about rubbish bins. Pretty landscaping. Like some skate parks are positioned in pretty places and it's, it's I love it. Uh, but other skate parks with a bit of care in landscaping can be nicer places to be um, because the environment around them are pretty. So, you know. All these things, and I know all of them take time and money and attention and care, uh, which we don't necessarily have in the production of skate parks. But in a dream scenario, uh, it's worth at least thinking about some of these things, isn't it? You know, and seeing if we can improve things a little more. All right, see you later. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We're also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.